with the week is going fantastic. On today's episode of the podcast, we are joined by Kevin Sterker. What's up, dude? I'm doing good. How are you? Good, good, good. Thanks for coming on your space. Thanks for having me. I'm, I'm very hyped to be here. Hell yeah. So um, we'll just jump right into it. Uh, we're going to kind of bounce all over the place yes. here. <laughs> I see your name all the time on articles about music. That's good. They're in the yes. right place. You're good. Looking in the right place, I guess. It'll be like by Kevin. This name Steriker? is Steriker. Yes, gotcha. Yes, okay. it's a it's a very annoying last name. It's a cool last with. name. Uh, thank you. There are no other Kevin Sterikers in the world. No I've way. Looked. Uh, it's a very Irish last name. Okay. Um, and yeah, there was a time when I was going to change it to something less unwieldy. Yeah. But then I wrote hundreds of articles under the name, so now it's it yeah. feels too late. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man. So I mean, like, I guess we'll start here. Like, sure. How did you get into writing? I've been writing about music and features type stuff uh, literally for half of my life now, since yeah. I was 15. Okay. Um, I'm from Berks County, Reading area. Um, there's a newspaper called the Reading Eagle. And okay. they, on Tuesdays, they had what they called Voices, which was the teen section, nice. you know, like yeah. by teens, for teens, you know, kids yeah, in high school. Yeah. And yeah, I think the first thing I wrote, they paid me $10 to write a review of a Robin Williams movie called Man of the Year. Mm. Forgotten Robin Williams movie. It's not very good. I yeah, think yeah. he runs for president or something. Okay. And I think I gave it like an A+, because I was 15 years old. I'm like, they're paying me to write something. This is incredible. Yeah, A+. It's good. Best movie I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Uh, and literally from there, you know, I did that for a couple of years. Then I went to Temple in Philly for journalism. You know, wrote all through then. Wrote for your music magazine. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, followed my, my girlfriend here and been working at the paper Technically for, yeah, six or seven years now. Gotcha. gotcha. Uh, so it's just been like jumping from one thing to the next and not yeah. ever getting what I would deem maybe a real job. Yeah, like yeah. I feel like I'm just sort of like, all right, job. I'm just writing. You know, yeah, just, they, right. If they keep paying me to write, I'll keep doing it, I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, um, I've seen I've seen your name mostly associated with uh, a music yeah. article. You do specifically like entertainment with music it's, stuff. Or so do my other things as my, well? my I guess my official job title is digital reporter, okay. which is just vague enough that I feel like I can do anything. <laughs> like they could just have me do yeah, anything. Right it's basically I do two things. It's features writing with like a you know mostly about music, but that okay. is anything from you know mural artists, producers, film yeah. directors, whatever you know, is the case. And then the other stuff is what they call experiential writing, which is like okay. first person going and doing something, mm. you know, and that's anything from like in a, in a week or two, I'm going to go ride on an ice cream truck around the neighborhood gotcha. for like a shift yeah. and like hand out ice cream and see what that's about. That sounds you know? fun, man. And like I did a ride along with the, uh, the parking authority when they do street sweeping. Cause I was mm. like, that's interesting. I'm just curious about how that, that process works, you right. know? So for right. those sort of things, it's, I'm very grateful because they sort of let me, uh, go curiosity first. Like I'm not like, Hey, go and check this thing out. It's more like, okay, you're interested in this. Why don't right, you go see what right, that's right. about? Which, and this is sort of a version of that. I was going to say, that sounds like I might start doing that. I'll just you grab should, a microphone and be like, all right, like let's clean up the streets and like it's see so how fun. it works. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I mean, fascinated specifically about the street cleaning thing. I, I did see a sure. street cleaning machine recently emptying water out yeah. on a street it's and gross. the whole thing like opened up <laughs> and there's just this flood of like, you know, street water went everywhere, and I was like, "Oh, this is fascinating." I it's wonder crazy how it works. And know? I mean, I went pure, literally, you know, just for this article. I was yeah. like, "I got how many?" I've, you know, I'm sure you living in the city have probably got a million street parking. I've at least had yeah. four or five street parking tickets since I've lived here. I actually have a uh, a lot. 
You have a lot. I know. Wow. Yeah, I know. It's okay. Nice. Excuse I me. I'm, I'm a street parker. out here. Yes. Excuse me. I, I'm a street parker. <laughs> I've always been a street. I used to live on uh, Chestnut by Musser yeah. Park, and now I live basically like two blocks behind uh, Quips, like okay. that, like Ross gotcha. neighborhood. Gotcha. Uh, so, which is to say, gotten lots of street parking tickets. So yeah. I was just curious. I was just like, I want to see this in action. I want to see the right. street parking vehicle, like how they zigzag in and right. out. And it's funny, you know, that article. <laughs> Again, it was just, I tried to be like as middle of the road, like I'm just a person along for the ride. Yeah. It's not like I love the parking authority. I don't hate the parking authority. Right, I'm right, just right. trying to present what I saw. And the next morning I got, the first two emails I got, somebody was like, how dare you be so negative about the parking authority? And then the next one was like, how dare you be a shill for the parking authority? And it was like, oh, this is beautiful. Like I did it right because yeah, right, two right. people with opposing worldviews read the same thing and both were angry about it. Yeah, right. No, that's that's good, man. That's wild, though. I mean, how long do do you typically like? Cause you said it's just like a day. You'll like embed yourself in these different. Oh yeah, I mean, it, it, everything's different. You yeah, know, it's, right, I right. would say mostly, you know, it's a half a day or a day doing yeah. something. You know, I and they yeah they give they're just like go do the thing. However long it takes, come back and, right. and write about it. Right. But, yeah, I mean, I've done everything from. You know, waking up early to go see the geese at Middle Creek. You yeah. know, when they have the like the migration of birds. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, a, yeah. I'm not a morning person, so half the article was just like, I had to wake up at five o'clock. This sucks. Yeah. Uh, or like working backstage at like a, a musical, mm. like doing stage crew for a day. Like just, it's really just like doing other people's jobs. And right. How, how right. It is. Right. Um, but yeah, that's that's about half of what I do, I guess. That's fascinating, man. What was I mean the other and the other half is like is actually writing, writing music about and it. yeah, feature gotcha. stuff. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, it's a nice mix. I've, I've yeah. sort of burrowed my way into a niche that I guess I'm grateful that nobody else does. Yeah, <laughs> like the, uh, which is very nice. That's awesome, man. So I mean, like, kind of on the 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 music level, like, yeah. how are you? deciding on who to speak to is it just like music that you hear that you enjoy or stuff that you see and you're like oh this person seems to be doing something i would say it's both i mean gotcha. both, you know and or uh you yeah. know i i'm trying to think of somebody specifically i think uh, lancaster is such a nicely sized city that mm. when you know when somebody is doing something it's very easy to hear about it yeah and you sort of and i'm sure you have the same thing with the podcast it's like you build up a network of people that you've talked to right and of course presumably they still like you after you've talked yeah, to them hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. they're not angry at you they <laughs> yeah, keep yeah. in touch or whatever yeah yeah and you know those people lead you to the next person or the next person and suddenly you have this like list of people you know i just have all this this list mentally in my head that it's like okay i'm going to come back around to this person right, or right, right. oh i finally met this person in real life after seeing them you know play live three times or show up during somebody's set yeah um i just had that literally the other night um who you've interviewed nico woods yeah yeah I met, yeah i met him for the Shout first out time nico. i had seen him uh perform once or twice but then uh thundercat yeah. made the introduction and i was oh, like yeah. oh yeah you're nico like that you know right right, now right. You're, it's like all right you've been you know mentally repopulated the list I right guess. right right um i don't know if that makes sense no it does it does <laughs> I, I was kind of thinking about it like when you because i don't really like i have so many different things going on at the same yeah. time and then the podcast is kind of like a separate side thing that right. i do and i don't really even know how i do it i just like find people and i'm like oh right. you just come on but well, i guess that does make sense that is but i love how I and do it, you know? i mean that's not to not to push it immediately back to you but that's yeah, yeah. what i respect so much about the podcast is oh, that you thanks. it really seems like you're open to anybody that either contacts you or you yeah. contact um i mean i'm sure people have mentioned it before but i, I was really struck by the episode about um the two guys from uh, uh Mormon church yes yes yeah, you, yeah, I know. Exactly yeah. What I was gonna say. like and i just thought that was such a beautiful example of like yeah what you I, I think you said at one point it's like this podcast is just about 
getting to know people, just yeah. figuring people out and, and coming in from a place of, I don't know you, but maybe right. by the end of this, I'll have a better idea of it. Right, right, right. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to, I feel like, not to get too like meta about it, but like, oh, this is the one to do. I, it yeah, no, I, it's, it's hard. Like, it's so easy for me. I don't want to say easy, but it makes so much more sense to a degree to get musicians on the podcast right. because we run a recording studio here. So there's constantly people coming in that I'm like, oh, hey, you want to do a podcast? I just met you. Yeah. Let's get to know each other a bit more, and then like it'll kind of like further our artistic vision together. You yeah. know, if I had, like know all your stuff or whatever, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um. But yeah, I mean, I, I originally was just kind of like walking around and being like, hey, you, come here. You want, let me interview you, you know? And, and I'm trying to get back into that, you know? It's tough. Um, it's, that's like man on the street. That's man yeah. on the street interviewing, which yeah. is very difficult to do, because especially when you don't know if that person's going to be receptive to what you're asking at all. Right. I'm terrible right. at that stuff. I'm good at contacting a person, making a time to talk, yeah. and then we're talking. But if I'm just walking up to somebody in the street, like I'm terrified. Yeah, it is, it is weird. <laughs> I, I'd like to get back into it. I mean, I, I have this little like mobile recorder, and I've just been looking at it lately. I'm like, we're going to go back out there soon, buddy. Like, But the fact you know. that you have like that many people, you know, because you started in 2018, right? Yes. More or less. Yeah. And now you're almost at 200 episodes. Yeah, so <laughs> it, it's actually, I mean, I think if you go back, it's pretty obvious. But like I used to do seasons, so yes, I would yes. do like 10 episodes wait a couple months so what i was really concerned about at first was like getting guests and also like would i have enough time right which at the time i wasn't that busy but i thought i was super busy that's always how it goes right <laughs> yeah so i was like all right i'll, I'll find 10 people I'll record 10 episodes and that way i know for sure i can release one episode every week mm-hmm. and then i think somewhere around like episode 40 ish mm-hmm. i was like screw this I'm just going to do an episode every week. I'll figure it out. It can't be that hard, right? Yeah. So then I would just like record like a bunch of people in a week and be like, all right, I have like five weeks worth of content now. Mm-hmm. But then I started recording so much that I was like, oh, damn, I, I need to start putting out like more than one episode a week. Yeah. So I started doing like Mondays and Thursdays every once in a while. But yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, it's a logistical nightmare to try to get people together. But. <laughs> are you, are you, do you find yourself surprised that you're still finding people to interview? Or is it like, yes, it's bountiful. Like, it's always going to be, there's always going to be people to interview. I mean, there's so many people in the world. Totally. You could talk to all of them, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, I mean, Everybody's like. Everybody's got a story of some Yeah, sort. in that regard, it's not hard. And I definitely have, like, uh, like an index of people that have, contacted me over the last couple of years of like hey i would like yeah. to come on i'm just like trying to figure out what time yeah. so if i ever like run out of ideas or whatever i'll just like go into that list and be like oh hey like you can come <laughs> on now you know I-, I was so psyched that you beat me to the punch because like i said in the message when you reached out to me like yeah. i had around like i think it was around like maybe 160 or 170 i was like okay i gotta keep an eye on this because i want to get him for the big round number uh, 200 yeah and yeah. then you messaged me which was very nice and i was like oh you beat me to the punch like I, <laughs> hell yeah dude <laughs> so i was i was very very honored because no, you've right also on. inadvertently helped me with interviews oh yeah you know i mentioned thundercat earlier you know the day i did a story on her over a year ago yeah. but the day literally the day that i was supposed to interview her was the day that your episode with her came out oh, and i was like perfect this is great because no, i was like oh i get an extra hour of research like this yeah. is an extra hour of stuff that i don't have to ask or right. i can ask something else based off of what i heard on the the podcast so yeah. it, it is it has truly helped me in that way that's hilarious <laughs> man i'm just like secretly out here like 
releasing the content. You have no idea. You have, you have no idea who's, who's yeah. ever listening. Not like yeah, yeah. Like I'm some big wig or anything. But no, just like, no, that's know, awesome, man. Using it. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm happy you've enjoyed my ramblings. I have. I have. But, well, you should definitely check out the episode that comes out to, or that just came out today. At the time that we were recording this, everyone that listens knows that I record these in advance. Um, but we just released today our longest episode yet. Whoa. It's like two and a half hours long. Okay. Of rambling chaos. With who? With uh, uh, with an artist called Young Zeke. Okay. Yeah. Go check that when I get home. Young guy, cool dude. Yeah, <laughs> definitely check it out. It's a it's a roller coaster. Um, but yeah, man. So like writing, mm-hmm. how I'd imagine you know you're you're writing actual articles and stuff. You're not I'm, really. I'm typing. You're typing everything. I'm typing, yeah. Are you I'm, like a what kind of keyboard do you have? Wow, literally, the uh, I am a work laptop keyboard. Okay. I I've never been a. This is going to sound terrible. I've never been a big computer guy. That oh, sounds ridiculous. Nice. I just don't have like a personal computer at home. Yeah. So once, you know, COVID happened and the office uh, sort of shut down, mm-hmm. which I've I've been back to the office, you know, probably a good two dozen times yeah. since March of 2020, but it's mostly just, you know, working from home now. Gotcha. So it's just, yeah, standard, the most standard laptop you can yeah. picture in your head. <laughs> I don't know if you were like one of those guys that's like super into you know, like a typewriter, like or a typewriter, but like there's a whole industry of like tactile oh, keyboards. I I've can, heard of them, and it's funny. You know, yeah. my mom got me a, uh, I just said the uh, a typewriter, but yeah. then she re- like it wasn't a working typewriter. It was an old yeah, typewriter yeah. that didn't work, and nice. she's like, "Oh, I'll get it fixed up, and then I'll give it to you." And then she found like you know classic like the one old guy and fifty you know radius miles, right, right, and it was like way too expensive to fix. No, so now it's just this yeah. big heavy paperweight that we it's have probably looks house. really cool though it looks very cool and i'm sure it yeah. makes the click clacky sound is probably really nice i'm sure yeah. tom hanks would be impressed by it i know he's a typewriter guy oh word <laughs> For, yeah, i did not know that weird weird thing about tom hanks fact he yeah. is a collector of old typewriters for some huh. reason um but yeah and i think that's what inspired my mom to get one too big tom hanks big, fans big, over there i guess so yeah. how, can, how can you not be yeah. toy story yeah, yeah. Others. <laughs> the list goes on. The list goes on from there. If you could just grab grab that whole mic and pull it closer to oh, your sorry. face. Yeah, yeah, see, I started relaxed. I, I got too good. relaxed. That's why I was thinking, like, get relaxed right, and then I'll put it where then, it needs to be. Yes. But no worries. You no. heard me get relaxed in real time. I'm going to, in real time, also mess around with this headphone thing because I'm realizing <laughs> in maximum real time that this fuzzy noise in my headphones is incredibly annoying. All right, that's better. Uh, cool. So. You were asking about the keyboards. Yes, keyboards, podcasting, yes, keyboard podcast thing. things. You're wearing shoes. What kind of shoes do you wear? Why These do you like those shoes? These are beat up um, Vans. It's nice. Really be- it's funny because I was almost going to wear the new Vans and I'm like, this is a podcast. Nobody's yeah. going to see my shoes. And then I remembered that Suzette, our wonderful uh, photographer at the newspapers here, taking photos. Shout out Suzette. It's huge. And I'm and like, this probably sneaker forward. Is, yep, I'm getting a thumbs up. You're just taking pictures of my bare feet. You got bare feet. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am like a severely anti-shoe person. Why is that? Um, I think they are restricting of my toes, yeah. and I want my toes to be free, and I like to feel whatever the different textures of ground are under on my feet. Would you do the um, those shoes that have the toes? Like the Vibrams? That's what they're, yeah. I tried them, and I'd, they still have, like I literally, I walk around the city often like mm-hmm. with bare feet. Like wow. it's not probably healthy. Sure. I, um in theory, although like I have a great immune system, and I, I would definitely <laughs> attribute that probably to like just walking around on uh, the Lancaster City streets in and, my bare feet. And you're getting closer to the earth. That yeah, way. 
Yeah, yeah. There's I like less to separation feel the ground. The <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and also the the positive now is like the bottoms of my feet are are like shoes now. Tough. Yeah. Tough. Feet. Yeah, yeah. Like I can walk on gravel and like it only hurts like a little bit. You uh, <coughs> to to ask you a question now. Yeah, Podcast yeah. way. I mean, you mentioned obviously this is a hobby in, yeah. in inside to what you do regularly. I feel like not many hobbies go as far as this. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's yeah, a very yeah. general thing to say, but yeah. like to do 200 ep- you know almost 200 episodes of yeah. a show i don't know what what keeps you doing it is there something other than just meeting new people and and making new acquaintances that keeps you doing it eh. i don't know i i feel like i have evolving answers to it sure. because i'm not really 100 <laughs> percent sure you know yeah like i've definitely thought about stopping it mm-hmm. or like i think in reality like when i hit 200 i'm gonna take a little bit of a break sure just because like i'm kind of getting like burnt out by it like not to be like as we're doing right, it like, yeah. like i'm I actively do. burning you out yeah yeah no i i love just like talking to people yeah. you know i like getting to know people mm-hmm. um yeah i mean I, it kind of goes hand in hand though too like part of it is like it's a great service to offer musicians to come in and be like hey like we're gonna work on this record together and then when it's done like we can put it on the podcast and yeah. a bunch of people all over the world are gonna hear it that's nice um but yeah, I don't know why I do it. I'm just I just do it. You That's, know, it's one of those things that I just like keep doing. It's reason enough to yeah, do it. Because yeah, I yeah. always, you know, I've always. I said I technically have been at the newspaper for six or seven years. I first yeah. got hired to uh, write for a magazine called Fly Fly okay. After Five, yeah. which is like a every two weeks came out like yeah, a yeah. free music magazine. And I, you know, once that ended, and I sort of got, you know, just they basically just like moved me up in the newspaper to the newspaper proper like i've always wanted like some sort of whether it's a music publication or a music thing yeah. you know and, a, and and this totally fills that that need but yeah. the the problem is like you know my, my caveat would always be i would never ask somebody to do something for free you right. know and right. you sort of do i mean not monetarily free but like yeah, you get no, something out of it you get yeah i don't generate any money from the podcast yeah which and is like makes part of me better, is like i've I had a sponsor forever ago mm-hmm. that did like, I don't know, like they sponsored like 10 episodes and yeah. gave me some money for it or whatever. And I was like, oh, this is cool. Right. You know what I mean? But then at the same time, it was just weird yeah. to me. Because like when I was making music forever ago and there was no money attached to it, it was just pure. Yes. And it was the pure art of it. Mm-hmm. Right. And then it was specifically like with recording. I, when I first started out, I wasn't charging anybody just cause like, I didn't know what I was doing. I was trying to figure it out. Yeah. But at some point I was like, this is going to be a business thing. Right. Right. Um, but then with the, like making beats and like production wise, I had always like made music just cause I enjoyed it. Right. But then people started buying stuff. <laughs> yeah. So then immediately. And, and you know, if you go back to like, I don't know, episodes like probably in like the thirties or the forties, like I was talking about it almost every episode because i was struggling with the concept right. so hard of like people want to buy this type of stuff for me so then therefore i need to make this type of stuff mm-hmm. right and like at the time i had been working uh full-time in like a warehouse and like full-time at the studio so i wasn't like super worried about bringing in money at the studio because i had like reliable income so i was like i just want to do the art right and then at time gone on and then when i left my my job and started doing this full-time i was like well i need to generate money somehow besides just recording so i tried to like kind of figure out a way that i could still be like very artistic with the beats but still like make the art you know what i mean like yeah i don't know what just happened with the mic you get so many episodes in and then everything just stops working (laughs) that's i mean hey this mic lasted 
over you know 189 yeah. interviews yeah i think honestly what it is is like all of this wasn't like i i rushed to set everything back up this morning because like uh, i mentioned we did a live sound for the bloom festival thing yesterday yes and i was using these microphones not these microphones but the cables and the things and this that and whatever regardless um yes so yes the podcast to me like I actually got into, I don't want to say like an argument, but a long conversation that was slightly heated yesterday Ooh, okay. um, about monetizing the podcast. Somebody ah. was like, why don't you do video? Why don't you advertise? Why don't you try to monetize it? And I was like, I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. It's an, like, it's like art. Exactly. That like, I don't understand. I do to a degree, like I run a business, right? But like, I'm an art, like I, I it's art. Absolutely. The concept of the starving artist, the person that just puts it all into the art and doesn't worry about the money, like I understand that. I can relate to that more than like the business side of things, right? right? Well, it's the classic thing of like, yeah, monetizing a hobby yeah. and then suddenly having all the joy sort of being sucked out of it. Right. Like it becomes like, I mean, I love it. I love doing this more than anything. But like yeah. this morning I woke up and I was talking <laughs> to my girlfriend and she was like, what are you doing today? I was like, well, I got to go to work. Gotta, you know, <laughs> gotta talk to this like, guy. Yeah, yeah. And like, I mean, I have artists coming in later today that like I'm really ex- excited to work with. I'm gonna yeah. make some music. Like, it's not the hardest thing in the world, you right. know. Um, there's obviously challenges with it. Yeah, but um, that's what I say about writing too. Yeah, it's just I don't want the like. It's so hard for for people to conceptualize. I guess unless you're doing it, like, mm-hmm. you know, why would you do all this stuff if it isn't for money? Right. Like there are other things that exist outside of making money. You Absolutely. Know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, I'm a I'm a very on the side musician. You yeah. know, been playing with the same guys for for many years, and it's not. It's certainly not a money making enterprise. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. if we get if we get fifty dollars for a show, I'm like, yes. Yeah. And then split four ways or something. Right. Um, right. But I, you know, I'm sure there are ways to. Of course, there are more ways to monetize a band or music. Right, but I'm right, right. not. I've never been very interested in that. Yeah. But I use that sort of as a stepping stone. Not that makes it sound worse. Or like a ga- you know, a gateway to when I'm talking to musicians. Yeah. You know, have that like barest minimum, like, yes, I kind of know what you're talking about more so <laughs> more so than uh, you know, somebody else might that didn't yeah. play music or something. I don't yeah. know. And I'm sure it's the same when you're talking to musicians right. from the you know, a producer standpoint. Or right. like you said, you musician. You were in a band yeah, a while ago, ago right? in two thousand and eight. 2009 2009 late no is it one of those bands you don't want to say the name of no it's called shatter the facade uh we were like a deathcore kind of like screamo band i love it um it's cool a lot of the people that were in that band have gone off to do pretty interesting things um i don't know if you're familiar with the band cave paint yeah uh, I believe it's like their synth player, Dalton Bowder. I he also does well, like yes. McDonald's and all I, that yes. good stuff. <laughs> he was our vocalist for a while. Really? I didn't know um, that. That's awesome. Nathan Lavender, the guitarist, was like a multi-instrumentalist guy. He's gone off to do other music things. And obviously I started the studio. And yeah. Some of the other guys went off and did other stuff, you know. But, but it's yeah. cool that you're still in music. Yeah, Because yeah. it's such a, I mean... And it's, you know, I keep bringing it back to writing, you know, how many writers I knew that now do something totally different Mm. and much with musicians. It's like you, you want everybody to keep it uh, as important to them as it is to you. But then when you see that whatever life gets in the way or they change interests or something, it's like, ah, I almost try not to take it personally. I'm like, it's both, I'm sad that they're leaving the thing that I love, but then I'm also like, damn, like 
should I be leaving the thing? I don't know. Yeah, like, right, I don't know right. if you ever have those thoughts. I, like, no, I definitely do. I mean, I, I've I've been like kind of blessed to like know or very fortunate i'd say like to know like kind of what i wanted to do since i was like 13 totally you know what i mean so i've been very focused on that aspect of yes. like all right i'm going to you know because i I've, i don't know if i've told the story exactly on the podcast i'd imagine i have and i definitely spoke about it elsewhere but for the listeners out there sorry i'm gonna explain this whole thing so I, I genuinely want you to know yes. right so in what was it i was 2008 2009 i was in a band um we had an opportunity to record a record at the time with Century with Carson Slovak, oh, yeah. who was in this building. Um, That's right. When all of the none of this was here, yeah, it was just the studio at the end of the hall where Triforce is now. And I think we were there for I don't know a day, a couple of days, something like that. But I also had friends that were recording there, so I'd come to their sessions. Mm-hmm. I was hanging out in the studio all the time. There's actually a video. I don't know the title of it. Um, I'm sure I could find it. <laughs> Uh, it didn't really age that great. Um, <laughs> it's really embarrassing. Lots of things for 2008. Uh, are, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> but there's a video of little young Byron bopping around in the studio. <laughs> and like, I, I just, I fell in love with the concept of the studio. I was like, right. this is the, the, the most fun I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, this is a job. You could run a studio and then just interact with musicians, create music all the time. Yeah. This is what I want to do. So then like for the next, I don't know, 10 years, 11 years, 12 years, uh, or basically like until 2012, I was like, how can I get myself into a position in which I can actually open a recording studio? Yeah. Um, and yeah, I just kind of grinded out on that. A bunch of other stuff happened in between. Of course. Talk to you about it another time. But, <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> um, yeah, I was DJing for a while. I was doing show promotion. You get in um, every facet of it though. Yeah. Which is really cool. It's been really cool to see like the whole picture you know like i've never really gotten into like distribution and like label Mm -hmm. management type stuff but from the business side like i you know like my family um is all like for the most part like all entrepreneurs and like people that have started their own businesses and stuff like Mm -hmm. i was definitely raised in that like go out there and figure it out do it yourself type of you know household so um yeah man i i don't know it's 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 weird because like, I know we were talking about the podcast, but like from the studio side of it, like I do really enjoy the business side of it, yeah. and, like the marketing and like all that good shit. I wish I was better you at know. that. I I've never been good at marketing. It's, it's, you like art, right? Yes, I do. It's an art form. <laughs> uh, yeah, it you is. Know? And that's you can make pillows and stuff. Right. I mean, hey, if yeah, the, one of the best things about being in the podcast is seeing this pillow in person. Dude, that my mom got that for me uh, for Christmas. It's wonderful. Year. I was like, yo, how did you get my logo? Rocked it on the back. Yeah, yeah that's dude. Awesome. I was like, how did you get my logo? Like, you don't have the files. Wow, my... where'd you get that JPEG from? That's an unauthorized right? JPEG. Right, <laughs> and, and my mom, bless her heart, I didn't know she was like hip to it, but she was like, I well, I took a screenshot from your Instagram wow. and then I cropped it out and then I sent it out to this company and they printed it. And I'm like, Shout it's like moms. a great quality image. Like, <laughs> really I don't is. know how you even did that. Like, congratulations. <laughs> but damn, dude. So I'm gonna I'm gonna get back on yeah, you a little yeah, bit. Sorry. No, you're good. You're good. Good. I mean, it's a, it's a blessing and a curse. I could talk for. I love talking to ever. people that interview interview people. Yeah, like that's it's it's well, a that's rare why thing. I wanted to talk to you. I appreciate it. Um, so you said earlier when we were we're getting in here, you moved to mm-hmm. Lancaster what like six seven years ago? Yeah, like and end of 2015. Okay, just about. And you said you're from Berks County. Uh, area, yes, from right? neighboring Berks County. What's like the biggest difference that you find between Lancaster and? <sighs> You well, said, were you in Reading specifically? I was. I was on the the, the outskirts of Reading, okay. let's say uh, the suburban outskirts, but yeah. then worked in the city of Reading gotcha. uh, later in life. Did um, you go to Judy's. Judy's on Main. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
That's nice used place. To hang out there a lot. I like it's, a nice, it's a nice yeah. place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there, yeah. I think the biggest difference. I don't know. There's just more to do, which is a very general thing to say. But like, you know, the specific place that I was from, Exeter, Exeter Township. Okay. You know, they had a a bowling alley and a movie theater, nice. and now that bowling alley is a Sheets. And the movie theater, I think, is going to be another movie theater, but is currently closed. Which gotcha. is to say, there's yeah. not very much to do, and now there's even less to do. Right. Um, and even if you, you know, just want to compare geographically, it's a city surrounded by a bunch of country, mm. which is also what Lancaster is. Yeah. And I love living in the city. You know, yeah. I mentioned I went to school in Philly. You know, riding the bike around. Yeah. I, I, I loved that. And I thought after moving here, after like a year or two, I'd be going back to Philly. Mm. But I for you know i almost say for better or worse you know i just have liked lancaster since being here you know yeah. i get the the mini version of a city living in the city i can ride my bike anywhere you know the record store is not too far away yeah, i can yeah. go to any you know turkey hills right down the street like yeah. anything that i would need i can get and if i need if I, whatever i want to like clear my mind and go out into the country and drive or something you i can do like that 10 too. minutes in literally any 10 minutes in any direction yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 so you know there's it's it's a lot more similar than maybe i'd like to admit because there's, of course, there's the part of you that's like, oh, like, you know, I moved away from my hometown, but like 45 minutes or an hour. You yeah, know what I mean? Right. Like there is that part of it where you'll always have, or at least for me, I'll always have that like, what about like New York City? Like my sister, for example, just moved to New York City a year ago yeah. from Philly. Okay. And I'm like, that seems crazy. But, yeah. you know, I, I'm proud of her for doing that. And yeah, I, of yeah. course, I put myself in that, like, I wonder how I would thrive in that sort of environment. Right. But I also think about the freedom that I get writing for the newspaper which people might not consider you know i think people have very different views of, of what a writer does or what the day-to-day -day looks like you know i'm blessed because like 95 percent of what i write is something that i'm choosing to write about right, which right, means right. That i'm enthusiastic about it so i don't have to fake it or you know struggle to write a couple sentences because i'm already you know excited about it yeah i'm no, committed about it, it. Yeah, so and that, yeah. you know and that goes back to you know finding artists and and you know when i hear something that i really like i'm lucky because the people that are in charge of my writing trust trust me yeah, which is you know yeah. it sounds funny to say but it's like yeah they trust that i'll write about somebody good or some somebody that people should hear about or yeah. something um and it's all it's never i've never gotten tired of having somebody come up you know let's say i'm writing about somebody for like a show that they're putting on or something and they say like we sold more tickets because of this article or we right. even, even if it's like my mom put it on her fridge. Yeah. I was like, I, I, yeah, it's, it's hard to even think of words. I, I get, I get such joy out of that still. Yeah. And that's worth more to me than say maybe living in a big city where I wouldn't have as much freedom. Mm. It'd be much harder to feel like I have a hold, not a hold, you know what I mean? Like, like have a, a, a grasp on, what's happening right. you know i imagine right. living in, in new york city let's say can you imagine being like or even having the podcast in new york city and yeah. trying to feel like you are encapsulating an entire scene or even a yeah. degree I mean, of scene. yeah i didn't like, think about that you know i not not that i'm I, I i would never say that i'm i i do everything i cover everything you know right. i leave no stone unturned because that's impossible right. to do as a human right, right, but right. i feel like i get I, I try to get pretty close yeah no um, I, I mean even as you're saying that like that is just talking briefly earlier about like uh running out of guests or whatever right. like i i definitely haven't hit that like a hundred percent but like i feel like i've pretty much talked to like almost every artist like sure in the, the city right or like at least have them scheduled to come on at some point mm -hmm. which to me is a little bit like oh shit well then what do i do then <laughs> <laughs> you know right I mean? like 
you know, because I mean, Lancaster is all, it, it's cool, but it is like a small town. You know? It is. And I, you know, l- like I said, I, I thought after a year or two, I'd run out of stuff, you yeah. know, and that's no, no diss, you know, yeah. to the right, entire right, city right, or anything. Right. It's, but if anything, I, I've been uh, happily wrong for yeah. the years that followed that because right, there's right, always right. more people. There's always people that you didn't think about or even people that you come back around on. I True. mean, there's people that I first interviewed in 2016 or 2017 that I still am on a good relationship with and they're yeah. still putting out great stuff and I'm more than happy to talk to them. Yeah, and they true. think of me like, like that's the other great thing is when people hit you up, yeah. you know, it's like, Oh, I thought of you for this. Like, would you be interested in writing yeah. about this? I always, I always try to end every interview or every other interview with just saying something to the effect of like, thank you for trusting me with your story because I feel like, People have, I don't know, again, ideas about what an article is going to be or what a writer is going to be when they contact yeah. you. And I I don't take it lightly because I'm sure people have been burned in the past right, by right, right. writers somewhere, you know, anywhere. So as soon as you get one bad taste, it's that's it. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I appreciate when people take the time to talk to me and, and tell me the things that they're they're most passionate about. Yeah, you right, know? right, right. They're really being uh, vulnerable, even just doing an interview, I feel like. Yeah. No, I get that, man. And I think it's definitely really important to like not put anyone in that like gotcha moment. Right, you know? right. And that's I mean cuz like no one wants that. I mean, I'm definitely people do and I can think of like a handful of podcasts <laughs> that are like that's all they try to do, you right. know. Um Well, and that's I mean, I don't know about you. I can, like, you know, I came up like reading online like the worst negative reviews of things and yeah. like, or like I always think of the pitchfork review of that band jet. I don't know if you remember that they're in iPod jet. commercials. Yeah. Are yeah, you going to yeah. be my girl? Yeah. Their yeah, second yeah. album, the pitchfork review, I think it's still up is just a video, a YouTube video of a monkey peeing in its own mouth. <laughs> that's the review. And it's funny. Yeah. It was funny. Yeah, that, you know, I was a teenager. Yeah, I was like, that's very though, funny. Yeah. But I feel like that sort of thing, like it's just not worth it. Like you'll never see an article with my name on it. Probably that's like, you know, shitting on something right, or like right, being right. negative for, for negative sake, because there's so many people like, why wouldn't you, why would you take the time to do a negative thing? Like there's yeah. YouTube comments for that. I feel like YouTube comments and like just the comment <laughs> section yeah, took yeah. over negative review right, space. Right. And there's so many people to cover that will never get any coverage for anything that did a great thing. Yeah. Like, why would you take the time to do I a negative thing? I and mean, not, not so yeah. much that it's a PR thing, not so much that I'm, you know, <laughs> they're hiring me to write a very nice thing about them. It's just, Finding, you know, if you're presented with five musicians and one of them is really good and the four are bad, yeah, just don't do the bad ones. Right, I right, right. Like, I don't know. No, I feel you. I mean, like, I've definitely had podcasts with people that I've, I mean, I try to not, I don't, I don't want to like surround myself with everyone that I just agree with. Of course, I mean? of course. And I'd like to think, I mean, for the most part, I'm, I'm still in touch with pretty much everybody that I've had on. Yeah. Um, But there's definitely been times I've had people on that like, it wasn't going in like a good way like there was weird tension and stuff and like i i never tried to like steer it in like okay cool i'm gonna start asking you like really hard questions to like (laughs) now that i made you comfortable yeah yeah but like also like if you're gonna say some like weird shit like i'm not gonna stop you from doing that (laughs) you know like there's definitely been some strange things people have admitted to and i've been like okay you know you've you've now admitted that yeah that's fine (laughs) do you i mean is it do you find it difficult maybe because of course you go in with the the mindset of like you know blank slate we're gonna find out sort of as we're going when those things happen i don't know do you have like i don't want to say fail safe but like okay i'm gonna try this thing to get it back on track yeah kind of i mean i also like i there's been things that have been discussed on the podcast that were edited out sure because like they can't 
exist (laughs) on the internet. They get too comfortable. (laughs) Yeah. Like, people have admitted to crimes and all kinds of things. It was great to meet you. Take care. Suzette's heading out. Shout out, Suzette. Shout out, Suzette. Great photo. There are going to be some great photos. We're going to see these later. Heck yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, people have admitted to, like, weird shit that, you know... Was like, oh hey, like you can't. That's like people didn't know, you know, mm-hmm. or whatever, whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, for the most part, I mean, I don't know. I I just don't really think about it that sure. much. It's just kind of like El Natural, go that's, with the flow. That is you know? the best way to do it. Which I, is like, to, I mean, part of me is like a lot of the podcasts that I listen to are like really fascinating, well produced, really engineered, sure. well, and it's like it's engaging and this, that, and the other. So when I first started doing this, I was like, well, no one's going to listen to this podcast. Like, <laughs> I don't structure it in any way. Like, who would want to listen to a random... Li- but then it's a conversation. people started listening to it. So I was like, oh, okay. Well, I guess I'm, I'm doing something right. Well, and that's what... Uh, I mean, when I when I do interviews, I do a similar thing, which is I'll do a lot of research. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll read, you know, any and everything I can about a person. But then when we're actually sitting down, like, I don't have a notebook. Mm. I just have... I put my recorder there. And I, I want to pick up everything and do it as a conversation and yeah. then piece it together afterwards, I guess. Yeah. But, you know, you could, I can obviously see how people might be uncomfortable with the idea of it. And thankfully, I don't know, people, people haven't really ever asked me like too much, you know, every once in a while I get somebody that will be like, hey, can I read that story like before it goes out? Yeah, and I'm yeah, like, I've had that, no, uh, yeah. that's because we don't, it doesn't work that way. But of course, when you're saying that, it makes it sound like it's going to be bad. Right, right, but right. But it's like, no, it's just, it's just, you don't do that. Yeah. Then it turns into a PR piece. Which yeah, I'm I've, always had, trying to I've avoid. had maybe like once or twice, I won't, I'm not going to say who it of is, course. but probably some of the more like, businessy people that yes, i've had on yeah. be like hey i need to like listen back to that make sure i didn't say whatever and i'm like yeah. all right fine i'll send it to you yeah and if you need me to delete it or edit it like i will but like i don't want to right you know? right and uh, like, under duress you know and, and normally you know <laughs> nothing really bad never really edited anything out i mean when i first started doing it i was like it would take me hours because i would comb through everything take out all the ums pauses yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. like whatever and then i was what, part of it was like i don't have time to do this anymore but mostly, I, I was just like, I don't, it doesn't, it's just real, mm-hmm. you know? I suck at talking, and I do a podcast, <laughs> and y'all are listening to it. Like, enjoy it. You I'm know much what I the mean? same. Like, I, you know, I, when I listen back, because the worst thing, I mean, like, you have to when you listen back to these. Like, I got to listen back to my recorder, and then yeah. hear all the stuff that I said, and like, the long, you know, couple sentences to get to the question. It's yeah. like, I'm I'm not good at talking still. No, I say like. <laughs> yep. Um, I swear way too much. I'm, yeah, I'm not good. But, you know. I'm not good on the other side. I mean, we'll find out. Yeah, I've done again hundreds of interviews with other people, but as soon as I'm, you know, I've been awkwardly tying the tying the cord yeah, yeah, of my yeah. of my headphones this whole yeah. time because I'm like I'm on the other side of it. I'm no, not good. good. I'm not good at it. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. It just happens, you know. <laughs> but so, all right, cool. So I normally have a a big clock up there that shows us like how no far clock. along we are into it. We're clockless. Um, but I didn't do that. And I've been trying to do math in my mind this mm-hmm. whole time. I have no idea how much podcast we have recorded so far. I so would say- I'm going to guess that we're like kind of halfway through it. Yeah, sure. Interesting returning segment that I've been liking to do lately. Sure. If I have any segments, anything like that, it's going to be this one. Right? I love it. I'm going to jump into your mind a little Ooh. bit. I'm going to give you the option. I've been trying to give people the option lately okay. for the last couple episodes. Do you want to go in a super light place or a super dark one? And there's no gray matter in between, huh? Nope. <laughs> Damn. It seems like a cop-out to say light, 
but I guess I'm going to do that. Okay. If that's okay, is What's, that okay? Uh, I mean, I'm gonna ask you the other ones later. You can ask me the other. Yeah, please. <laughs> yeah, really? You should. You should ask the dark ones anyway. And yeah. Now that I've said light, yeah, oh yeah, light. Yeah, and then the dark one. <laughs> what is uh, uh, here? We'll start base level. Okay. What's like the most beautiful thing you've ever experienced before? Oh man, I mean, super love. subjective. Can I say love? What does love mean my fiance? to you? Um, I, you know, I've I'm getting married in a couple months. Nice. Um, and. Love to me is, uh, I don't know, the the safety of someone else, mm. you know, is is walking in the door and being like, okay, anything that was happening out there is not happening here now because I'm, like I'm with you. Yeah. Um, and now I should caveat that by saying my fiance also works at the newspaper. So sometimes it's impossible to leave those things. <laughs> I should say that. Yeah. But, it, yeah. you know, when when we can, you know, it's, I don't know. I think to me it's it's something that, overtakes everything else in a good way not not in a bad way so so much that you're blind to bad things but it's it's like a a, a warm a, a warm thing let's yeah. say yeah 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 so did you guys meet through work yes and gotcha. actually i'm i just talked about being bad at interviews that the last time that i was interviewed was by um a, a reporter a student reporter at the temple newspaper okay. because we met uh my fiance's name is janelle we met at uh the temple newspaper Okay. Where we actually went for the same job, she beat me out for it because nice. she's smarter than me, of yeah. course. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, for a brief time, she was my editor, and I had a music column at this newspaper. Mm. And then, uh, you know, we started going out. And then, in twenty nineteen, end of twenty nineteen, went back under the guise of like, oh, let's visit campus. It'll be so fun. And then we went to the office. I proposed yeah. in the same spot we Aww, met. That's cute. So they did. So <laughs> fast forward to this past February and a very nice reporter reached out. They were doing a Valentine's Day issue. Gotcha. And they're like, oh, you got you got engaged at, you know, the, the office, which right. is a funny thing to say, but it's yeah, the yeah. spot we met. Yeah. And no, then so, good, yeah. So good. this this person interviewed me and, and Janelle at the same time. And Janelle was giving these beautiful answers like yeah. you hear it and it's a quote. It's like you it's just you know that someone is speaking in, in the right way and yeah. then it would come to me and i'd be like oh yeah it was um <laughs> yeah you know you know just ellipses like it wouldn't even finish the sentence. <laughs> and then i read the article i think i had like one quote in it and she had all yeah. these quotes i was like yeah i'm not good at this i'm like, not yeah, gonna I'm be <laughs> yeah, I, know. Married, it's like, it's I awesome. want to make it sound like i am enthused about yeah you know the love of my life and i am but it's for yeah. some reason you know just can't in articulate it i'm very bad at articulating yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's why I write, because I can't talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's cool, man. <laughs> but that's yeah, we've sweet. been lucky, you know, so the wedding will be basically a 10-year anniversary party as well, which is nice. Okay. It'll be like a half and half to me. Yeah. Uh, Twofer. So I'm, so I'm excited about it. That's awesome. When When is it, you said? October 22nd, 2022, awesome. which is the exact 10-year anniversary of us being together. That's sweet. We got engaged like two and a half, because we, we got engaged pre-COVID, so yeah. it was like, oh, let's wow 2022 will be 10 years yeah, let's just right, like throw right. it way far in advance it'll be great yeah and then yeah. covid happened and then you know the dips and you know ebbs and flows of that yeah after the first vaccine when we were like oh it's going away yeah COVID's right, gonna be right. gone we're like we're geniuses like yeah. we booked it so far in advance <laughs> of course now still yeah, a right, thing right, very right, much right. so now we're like okay yeah. four months we'll see what happens yeah. but yeah it's uh it'll yeah. be at this like performance space in allentown which That's is like sweet. halfway from where our families are so yeah. it's i don't have any connection to allentown until this but mm. it's it's a theater which i'm excited about the yeah. prog band king crimson played there a few years ago okay so i'm like all right king crimson played here now yeah. we're gonna get married on the same stage that's, that's awesome, awesome. <laughs> i've been to allentown in a long time there used to be this venue there crock rock 
Yeah, I'm and, very there a, and there was a pizza shop next yep. to it. I played at the Croc Rock. Yeah, I have. Yeah. I, I can. I can. This isn't even much of a story, but it's just it always made me laugh. Yeah, I had a high school band called Galapagos. Nice, uh, which I was is a three person funk band that I was a drummer for. Sick. <laughs> and uh, Croc Rock reached out, and was like, "Hey, you want to come and open for Motion City Soundtrack?" Yeah. And we're like, "Out." Obviously, we're yeah. like 17 years old. This sounds like a great idea. Of course, it's one of those like, you got to sell tickets. Right. Here's your tickets to sell. And we got there the night of, and it turned out that Motion City Soundtrack was playing on the main stage, and we were playing on the bottom downstairs stage at the same time. How oh, damn. <laughs> that was their opening for. It damn. was... And they got us in the door. I mean, it yeah, worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we're like, and we could hear, like, of course, in between every song, you could hear Motion City soundtrack playing, and yeah. like the crowd, you know, yeah, the big crowd that was not at our basement show, right, <laughs> in the right, same right. venue. Uh, so I was like, that's a that's a beautiful, you know, music memory. Yeah, that's a, yeah. that's teenage music memory if I ever Hell heard one. Yeah, <laughs> I, I went there. I think once the middle school girlfriend. Oh sure. Shout out to her. Mm. Um, and all I really remember is we went to see like Mayday Parade or something. <laughs> yeah, sure. And then I had like a lovely white pizza next door. I was like, this is a good slice. They had great pizza and they had, oh man, I wish I remember the guy's name. Just this like, like all I can say is beefy guy. Just yeah. huge, like ripped guy yeah, yeah. who was like in charge of booking the show. Nice. Uh, or the shows. Right, right, right. Uh, R.I.P. Croc Rock. <laughs> yeah, I'd ima- I, I would imagine it didn't exist anymore, but I wasn't, wasn't sure. Before I moved here, uh, you know, Officially, I would always get the Croc Rock and the Chameleon confused. That mm. would my Lancaster cred just shot down like twenty yeah, points. But yeah. before I moved here, I thought yeah. they were like the same thing. Yeah, it's all the same shit. <laughs> venues that don't exist anymore. I know. Speaking of that, though, so I mean, yes. like you've you've definitely seen like you said you've been here. I, I know I've asked you now three times. You said what six years, seven years? Yeah, well, years? I, I only said six because yeah, end of twenty fifteen. Okay, so that's yeah, like going on seven years. Gotcha. So like within that time. In my opinion, <laughs> yeah. even before that too, but within that time, like a lot has changed Absolutely. in the music scene in Lancaster. Definitely with the chameleon like disappearing. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, that uh, I mean I don't want to say like it closing obviously was like the final step, but mm-hmm. like it was kind of already like not the same as it was for a while. Yeah. I, I, I I'm not throwing shade, it's just sure. it is what everyone knows that shit. When you would know more so. Yeah. You, I mean you said you've been here. Um, your whole, you, you yeah. from Lidditz. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, you know that. I I've listened to episodes before <laughs> I came in. I, I know it's messed up real quick. I, I was I was telling somebody the other day, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going up to the Poconos. And they're like, oh, you're going to do your yearly cry? And I was like, oh, yeah, shit, I've told that story on I the did, podcast a I bunch of times. I did mention that. <laughs> yeah, no, I cry once a year up in the Poconos on mm-hmm. mushrooms while I'm getting to know myself. Yeah, that's all. Normal shit, right? Um. Yeah, no, but uh, uh, so from your experience, like, or from your opinion, mm-hmm. especially being embedded like within the music world, yeah, I imagine as much as I am to a degree, like, what's what do you? Where's all this going? What's the move? Where's it all going? That's a great question, and maybe um, not where's it going, but like, how do we make it better? That's a, that an even better question, and one yeah. I've been struggling with. You know, I feel like since I've I've been here, because I feel like for somebody that again is lives here and goes to shows embedded yeah. in the music scene, like you said, you know, you could you could make the argument that it is pretty good still you know yeah. you got fan of power tell us yeah. you know little venues you know, zootropolis you yeah. know along the way um and the fact that there are even three venues i mean reading you know has maybe two venues that like bands let's say local bands could play mm. you know they have national places for national uh, acts yeah. or whatever but not very much for local mm. and I, I don't know i mean you know I'm, I'm really happy that tell us does that um 
what is it called? Tells Three City Fest that they're yeah. bringing back that like you know has like fifty local artists and it's mm. like just local artists. Yeah, right. um, because I, I think it just needs you know it's like a seed that is always in need of water and sun. I yeah. feel like you yeah, know yeah, it's yeah. like it's been planted for a while mm. and there are of course examples of people that left Lancaster to have you know whatever a national thing you know yeah. I, the districts come to mind you know as yeah. a, a, like a homegrown band that worked their way up and and did it that way you know it sucks to say that leaving is kind of the thing that somebody would have to do right, you know i think right, of somebody right. like um i don't know if he's been on this show but tuck ryan uh local piano yeah, yeah, player yeah. I, he player. hasn't been on we've crossed paths over the years yeah but i don't he, really like know him though sure sure yeah. I don't, you know i i know him as well as interviewing him and seeing him many shows along the way yeah but he lives in philly now and you know i i see him you know, posting and doing, you know, a couple shows a week and, and building that thing and, and starting to do like little festivals. And, you know, I look at him as like, oh, yeah, he's doing it. Like, that's, yeah. the, that's the thing you got to do. And I always when I'm interviewing a, a Lancaster artist, I, I really try not to be like, so when are you leaving? Like, when are you going to yeah, do the next right, thing? Because right, it, right. it, it's it's insulting to the place and it's insulting to the person, because I think you can have a level of success here if you want to mm. you just have to work at it and yeah. another example i mean i'm just naming people at this point but um another band that i really like is the nielsen family band yeah, um, yeah that that are here and they play you know probably once every three or four weeks especially right now and they do you know weekend tours and short tours along the way and i would say that they are an example of like a successful yeah band you yeah. know and uh it's just i guess where you where you place success at. You right, know, right. No, I get that. I, when I, I say like holder. better, like I, I guess like, I mean, it's the lack of, the Chameleon Club was just one more venue. Right. In, in a mix of now, you have a couple, right? Yeah. But like, I come from that question a little bit as like, I would like to do an event sometime soon. Yeah. And I don't want to do it at TELUS because I feel like TELUS is the best of- option. Well, and they also, they, you know I mean, mean? The, the obvious but drawback like of TELUS Everything is- happens at TELUS. <laughs> right, well, yeah, Phantom Power, usually you know at the same I mean? time. That's the, everything happens at TELUS yeah, all yeah. at once. I, and I love TELUS. It's a, it's a cool spot. And I, I'm a big fan of Phantom Power. And, Absolutely. And, and Zootropolis is also really awesome. Well, I, th- I think, I mean... I just like want more. I think that the, I mean? the answer to that is in some ways house shows yeah. which are a very rare thing here. i do miss I, it, it used to exist exactly and i i think even b- way more before i even got here yeah um, i used to go to a lot of like diy like punk shows and mm-hmm. stuff like over on like strawberry street like, oh, yeah. back in 2013 2014 maybe because that's the real heartbeat you know? of a music yeah. scene i feel like you yeah. know even i keep mentioning philly you know like being in school in philly and going to like north philly house shows like yeah. so many artists like I saw there for the first time that are now in, you know, stadiums or, yeah. or, or big yeah. theaters at least. Um, and it's, yeah, I don't know. It's something about that builds a community more so than any venue could. Um, yeah, I'm true. trying to, I'm blanking on the name of it. Um, and I'm going to blank on the name of the person too. So it's going to yeah. be even doubly insulting, but there was, a, there was a, a guy, a kid really, you know, who had a house show at his parents' house mm. for the years that he was in high school here and then he went to Millersville and did a different house. And now I think he's since graduated there too. Um, but that's all it takes is one person yeah, right, to right, do right. that thing. It's just finding those people that are willing to do it and willing to put the, if not the like literal cost, like the mental cost, yeah. the physical cost to do that. Yeah, You know, it, it goes back to what I was saying about how I, I've always wished for like another, like a free music publication yeah. or, or, or somebody that's like fervent about doing that. But then you have to ask that person to only care about that thing, right? Right. In in service of all these other people getting something. I think you solved my 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 question. Perfect. 
I'm just gonna start. Like I, I don't know. I've been putting together like some live stuff, and I have like a a, a catalog, if you will, of a whole bunch of artists that I've been very fortunate to work with, mm-hmm. and I want to put together a show. Where they can all perform, and yeah. I want to also perform some stuff as well. Yeah, I've just been trying to figure out where to do it, but yeah, I'm just gonna find someone's house. I'm gonna do it there. It's or like it's, a pop up or something. And it, like it can be that easy, and if shit. you know, of course, there there's the, logistics. There's logistics and limitations. <laughs> the L and L. There's you know, there's always things yeah. that'll get in the way. But yeah. I really do think that that's like, if you want to talk about like building and nurturing a music scene, like that's yeah. the, that's the thing that will that would do it. Yeah, um, it's just really difficult to do, especially yeah. you know, unfortunately, in a place like this. Right, 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 um, right. But I do yeah. love, yeah, I mean, you know, shout out to all the official venues, of course. Yeah, yeah, for <laughs> yeah. sure, for sure. I, uh, yeah. No, I know. Yeah, I'm kind of drawn a blank. Like, I'm just, I immediately started like, all right, sick. Like, go through in my mind, like, starting <laughs> to think. It's a, it's a problem that I have constantly. Like, I'll be talking to somebody on the podcast oh, and yeah. then, like, start actually thinking about, like, oh, yeah, cool. That is a good idea. I, right, start, right. Like, huh. I gotta start working on that idea yeah, now. Right, yeah, right. I'm very bad at <laughs> waiting. And there's but, no need to wait. Yeah. No, I could take that. DIY shows. There was an awesome venue in York that closed down recently. Oh, like um, the garage or something yes, like that. Uh, the oh my god. It yes. So I I never actually like went there, but I had a bunch of friends that would go there all the time, and I would see pictures and videos and stuff. I went so there. Super Skid Row Garage. Spot. Yeah, Skid Row yeah, garage. yeah. I went there. This was probably three or four years ago to see, a, which is crazy to say in hindsight, and a band from Australia called Camp Cope uh, that are you know of course way bigger now but yeah. they played it they played in this garage yeah. like in in an alley and then right. i remembered the freezer because it was like in the middle of summer the freezer had freeze pops and they were just giving freeze pops to everybody yeah i was like this is how a show should be yeah i have a freeze pop i'm just standing outside but the band's in the garage right. like of course it's nobody's idea of the be all end all but it's you get the it's like a gift i feel like to be there at the beginning or yeah. to be there and again, that's how something grows. Like right, you get to right, see, right. you know, they they have to have that small thing. You have to play in front of fifteen people yeah. to play in front of fifteen hundred people. Exactly. You can't just skip right to that. And and doing it yourself is the way to do that. I guess. Right, right, right. <laughs> I guess like one one venue that unofficial venue that yes. definitely doesn't exist anymore was the parking lot of Square One back in wow. Uh, oh, like the bat, like the back, back area? in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People okay. would like throw concerts back there and wow. shit. Like very like not allowed. Like would stuff would get <laughs> shut down all the time. But it's I have very fond memories. Like I I, I enjoy Square One Coffee a lot. Um, I still go there all the time. But it's like yeah. it used it's to so be different. like such a punk rock haven of debauchery and weird and then they yeah. also had coffee you know oh I yeah, mean? yeah like i always um, hear about uh the place uh, it, it was the ba- i don't know if it was the basement of the sugar tank or where that sugar tank studio is right now yeah the, um, yeah yeah the candy factory now nah, i'm just um, messing up names now but it's uh on queen yep. street yep right yeah. next to the liquor store yes um that There's was a, a place, bunch of people like, that have gone through there yeah and i know and i know that was a cool venue like uh, yeah i would say like 10 or 11 years ago yeah. missed that one but yeah. i hear yeah, about yeah. it yeah yeah, I'm definitely my brain's whirling now on uh, good, good. Uh, uh, possible venue. I forgot about the whole house show thing. It's you know? well, it's easy. You know, again, it's easy to forget when it's not happening. And yeah. you know, I, I mentioned Tuck Ryan. He briefly had he, he his own house was a, a venue, and he would yeah. have shows there maybe like once every four or five months. It wasn't yeah. with any amount of regularity, but right. the music, like the musicianship that you can see as far away as we are right now, you yeah. know, a couple feet, like. That's what inspires, I feel like, love of music yeah. to really be there and like share yeah. the breath that, of course, right. you don't want to be doing that as much during COVID, yeah, but yeah, yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> like just being that close, that's, that's what starts it. Yeah. We did some shows up here years ago, like 
not really invite only, but like you know, like twenty people can yeah. come, and like that was really fun. I did enjoy that. Did it work? Now, did um, they stop for any particular reason? It was just like time, sure, logistics. Then, you know, yeah, like being <laughs> like, okay, well, like when are we gonna do a show? Like, yeah, I gotta record and all this other good stuff. But maybe we'll get back into it at some point. Yeah, and I, yeah, I mean, again, I've you know, COVID certainly put it like yeah. kneecapped a lot of growth. I'm sure for a lot of musicians. I'm sure bands yeah. broke up. I'm sure people lost their you know, will to want to do that yeah. over the time. Yeah. But I think getting people really excited and getting people, you know, I hate to, I, hate, I always hate to use the word gimmick, but sometimes gimmick right, works. Right, right, like right. I, uh, I'm pretty sure he's been on the podcast, but Tyrion Mac, yeah, you know, he's yeah, got yeah. the, the T-Mac meal yeah. at Blazer. Like that's, he hit me up about that recently. He's like, I'm playing at all three Blazing J's. I'm like, that's a cool yeah. thing. Like yeah. that's a cool, again, a gimmick, you know, it's but marketing, it's an art. Gimmick doesn't have to be a bad word. Yeah, yeah. No, I get that. I get that. Yeah, big shout out to Tyrion. Yeah. He's the man. I saw him yesterday. Yeah. He was throwing down at the the that bloom thing. Yes. It was cool. His his son was up there dancing on stage. And he I mean, I I'm I'm glad I mentioned him. Good good job, yeah. Kevin. That you know, he's a he's an example of a guy, again, you're talking about like growing a music scene. It, it's also having artists love and respect each other enough yeah. to go to the shows when they're not on the bill. Right. And he's one of those people. I always, you know, if I'm, I'm seeing, let's say Thundercat or yeah. Sir Dominique Jordan, you yeah, know, yeah. like he's going to be in the crowd yeah. supporting him or, you know, getting pulled up on stage to do a feature or something. Yeah. And it's, um, it's now the point where, you know, for certain artists, you go to their show and half, you know, half the crowd is people, other artists supporting yeah, them, which right. is so cool to see. And, and, and I don't know. It's kind of the dream for me. I mean, like, yeah. I don't know, like you make, like every mix I've ever done for an artist, obviously you want the artist themselves to enjoy it, but yeah. like I want other engineers to be like, yeah. oh, I can appreciate this. And yeah. then like just the general population can be like, oh, this is a good song. Right. You right. Know? But if you can get like, you know, the artist, favorite artist and that whole concept yeah. is like, you know, it's what I strive to achieve in it my business. It gives you the, you know? the pep in your step. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we're yes. in a very positive space. Let's yes. go back into a very Let's negative, heartfelt negative. space. Yeah. Um. Still don't really understand where we are time wise. <laughs> Keep talking till I uh, run out of breath. Yeah, I do have to wrap this up at like twelve ish. Okay, which is, I mean that's a whole other hour for sure. now. Um, super serious face. Yes. <clears throat> oh yeah. Also, can you pull the mic down just yes. a little bit Sorry, more? I keep as you moving. keep sinking. I know. I'm literally couch. sinking into no, your couch. You're good. I want to look at you in your eyes. Okay. They're so wide. <sighs> your eyes are very open right now. <laughs> um. Do you ever uh, like stumble upon a dead person out like in nature? No, or like on the street or anything like that. Is it is it bad that I almost said I wish? Actually, I can't say no. Yeah. Okay. So okay, this is actually a really serious thing. Yeah. So when I was at Temple, I was uh, going to be playing at an open mic. Um, I don't. Have you ever been on Temple's campus? Yeah, I think I went to like a psychology class there okay. once. Yeah, you might like, have seen it. My friend was going, and they were like, "You can just walk in." Yeah, there's there's a Seven Eleven on the center of campus. Yeah, Let's just, okay. just yeah. picture that. And and a couple doors down, there's a, a little coffee shop called Saxby's, where the open mic was going to be. And I signed up, and then went with my girlfriend at the time to Seven Eleven, probably to get some gross food. Yeah. And we were sitting, just talking, killing time. And then we heard like a bang outside, like a really loud bang. Yeah, and I went outside, and again, this is center of campus, so there's the Turkey Hill, if you, not not Turkey Hill, sorry, Seven Eleven, and then there's like a little stairs, and then there's like a circle of bricks, basically like an okay. artistic whatever circle. Yeah. Um, and I looked out, and I saw just enough of like a head laying in a pool of blood, mm-hmm. and what 
I, we found out later was that a student had come back to campus to kill themselves in the middle of campus. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, and we, did, of course, didn't know that at the yeah. time. But I looked and I was like, oh, that, okay. Like, it was dark out. You yeah. know, you could kind of, be just enough to make it out. And then within, like, a minute, like, a cop came in and was like, all right, everybody out, but to the side. Yeah. And I just remember... Like, even in just those minutes, like, a helicopter was already overhead, yeah. and I remember walking past a dorm building, and people, like, with their heads out the window, like, yelling down, like, what happened? What happened? I'm like, yeah. I don't even want to say, because I don't want to be wrong. Like, right, I didn't know if the right, person right. was murdered. I didn't know what it was at the time, but he, yeah, killed himself. It was a- Just, like, shoot himself in the head or some shit? Yeah, literally Damn. that. Walked That's out, walked onto campus to yeah. do that. Yeah. Um, and it was really messed up. That's um, Yeah. Yeah, so I almost said no, but then yeah, I, right. I I forget that that happens. I was a that was my sophomore year of college. Yeah, yeah. Did Pre- you like still we get just food at Seven Eleven? No, well, like, we just we left Seven Eleven and went back to uh my then girlfriend's apartment. And I remember we were we were kind of our original plan after the open mic was to go to like a friend's like board game night, and we're yeah. like, let's not. I don't think we can go to board yeah, game right, night tonight. Right, right. And we just sort of hung out at her place and sort of yeah. Just, yeah. just dealt with it, I guess, yeah. and it's one of those things that I forget about. Yeah, right. And then I, you come on the podcast, <laughs> and I and I no, bring I mean, the trauma back. I am, out. I am glad to remember it because it is a, you know, yeah. you. I'm sure you ask it. It's probably not the first time you've asked that on the podcast, right? Uh, to somebody? Yeah. No, I've asked that question like a couple times. I was gonna say because it's probably yeah. something that you know is more of a unifying thing than maybe people would want. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. It's weird. Death is strange. Like, it what, is. I mean, what's your relationship like with death? Has I feel like been around it a lot, or no? Uh, yes and no. I mean, I think my relationship with it a lot of times comes in through songwriting. Like, mm. I feel like that's how I end up dealing with death a lot. Like yeah. the deaths of people around me. Like, I'm, I know I have written, I'm just off the top of my head, like a half a dozen songs about like specific people I know who died. Whether it was you know a cousin or a friend of a friend or, or like even my grandma. Like, yeah. like I think that's how I mentally process it. Right. Than just thinking about it or or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And it's just one thing that like is everyone experiences it in some way or another you know like some people are like you know have been very fortunate to not know anyone that's ever died somehow (laughs) or another or you know or other people like have you know everyone they know is dead and or or they've seen horrible shit and i think it's like people don't talk about it enough because it's it's like we're all gonna die yeah fucking nothing you can do i mean who knows maybe you know like the ai robots will take over our consciousness or something but when my i mean my cynical uh, uh, or whatever word you might want to say like if i think about it too hard it's like i have a big i have a big extended family yeah you know my mom was one of seven they each had three kids they're now having kids so it's like there's a lot of funerals yeah in that like i like i always wonder how it's a question i've never actually asked an older person but mm. something that i've always wondered it's like how do you even make time for all the funerals that you have to go to yeah. when you know a lot of people right um i can't even imagine just the schedule like all right got yeah. another one yeah another one next up, week man. i um <laughs> i don't it's it's kind of dark but like i haven't been to a funeral in a while i don't want to say that i'm like over funerals sure but like it's a whole thing. I don't know. The last funeral I went to was actually for a kid, mm. and it was like so fucked up I, that I was just like, uh, I'm kind of done going to funerals. Yeah, and, and the same thing. I mean, like I I I know a ton of people, and, and unfortunately, because you know the numbers thing, you mm-hmm. know, uh, because I've met and interacted with and been lucky enough to have a ton of friends. I've also had a ton of friends that have died. I was gonna say, have you been to a funeral of somebody? 
that is around your age or that, oh yeah, yeah yeah i mean like in high school like one of my best buddies died mm-hmm. that was the first funeral i went to yeah that was fucking weird i still have that image like in my mind of like your lips look super weird absolutely that's always my whatever. one if you want to say anti-funeral thing or like a reason a, a, yeah. a good reason not to go is that you know depending on how your own brain works like some people can look at somebody at a funeral and yeah. not have that be the last image that yeah, they that's have. That's all I can exactly, see. Exactly. Yeah. Now, you yeah. know what I mean? But yeah, no, that. And then, you know, there was, there was a bunch of other friends I had, unfortunately, pass away that, like, I, I went to a couple of funerals and then I just, it, it just became the point where it was like, like, I'm not really exaggerating at all, which is the worst part. I've had mm-hmm. probably like 20 or 30 wow. friends die in the last, like, mm, 13 years or that's something like that. absolutely something to get burned and out I've, on, yeah then. i've been to like five funerals and then i was like i'm not coming anymore yeah i i mean yeah i, I could totally you know what i mean because then like the last memory you have is just them like right yeah i mean yeah well you know what for everybody that couldn't see that <laughs> i just made a real dumb face and you know what in a coffin one day yeah. that might be that might yeah, be yeah. the thing you're in yeah dude i want like i don't know can, if you could decide like yeah. how you die how would you want to die this is good so i i took a death and dying class in college that we went through like all the ins and outs of different like religions and how they you know deal with it and i yeah i'm I'm all for you know turn me into dust and spread me in a parking lot somewhere you know i because the the wind will blow me around i'm just you're just part of the wind there i'd rather not have a i don't know there's one i i know that a lot of people i say this and i'm sure the opposite is even more true but like going to a spot and visiting the spot and knowing mentally like okay they're beneath my feet yeah that's nice yeah that is nice for people and of course you know there's dead people that i can think of that i like you know i can go to their grave but at the same time for me i don't know i i don't just just know that i'm everywhere i'm all around you know yeah yeah. my mom says the same thing too she knows she wants to be cremated and she doesn't have a specific place to do it yet and i always she thinks i'm joking i'm always like just do it in a parking lot somewhere yeah it's like but really you know you don't have to be that precious about it or something yeah yeah and you know there's people that you know, turn me into a tree. Yeah. There's a turn me into a record. They do that now. Yeah, you can right. That's get cremated to do a record, yeah. but, you know. I don't like is... the industry behind sure, it. Sure, there is a lot of, you know there's a lot of money like to be the, made, like, yeah. Like, spend all this money on this thing. Like, just throw me in the dirt, you know what I mean? Right. I, I'm really a big fan of the concept of the Tibetan sky burial. Okay. Where, if, if you're familiar. I'm, not, I'm like, actually not. No. I don't know, like, the logistics of doing it around here, but basically, like, they take your body and they just put it out, and then, like, nature takes it. Yeah. Just an empty, you know what I mean? Like the birds will come and eat your eyeballs. And right. Like all that good stuff. And that's useful. That's, yeah. that's being useful. Like, and, uh, feed me to a bear or something. Because the whole, you know, the actual, let's say the, the funeral <laughs> and in, industry complex. Yeah, you know, dude. Like, yeah, that's, you know, up. tens of thousands of dollars. And yeah. then all the, the gross stuff that they put in you to keep you looking good for that one day. Yeah, right. That then leaks out. The environment. Exactly. Yeah. Formaldehyde, all that stuff. Yeah. You're paying extra money to do even more damage to the planet. Yeah, right. <laughs> in it, death, it is. It is dark. It is a dark thought. You hey, and it's you also said just like, like we. I think we should bury people vertically. You'd probably save way more space. Yeah, I I can't even imagine like fifty. I mean, there's so many things I can't imagine fifty years from now. But right. especially just like all the land for yeah. all funeral or, or for uh, you know what I mean cemeteries. Right, right, um, right. Just living near that big one, yeah, uh, off New Holland, yeah, it's at, huge. At the beginning of COVID, it was like, wow, this is a great like walking around space. Like yeah. we would always, you know, just do walks to get out of the house. It's yeah. like, but you look around, it's like, how much space? How many right. hundreds of years of people? Yeah, where are the next hundred years of people gonna go? I know, man. It's it's uh, it's the stuff that it's real. 
Yeah. You know? I feel like a lot of times, and I, yeah, I mean, we're already in the dark place, I guess, yeah. but like when when bad things happen in the world, like I, I, I almost wonder like how much I'm distracting myself with the things I love, mm. whether it be listening to records, watching a movie, yeah. you know, it's like, should I be... I don't know. Is there is there more attention that can be paid? Is there like a hundred percent, or am I just distracting myself from the things that are important know, in the man. world? <laughs> I don't know. Like I I had dinner last night with uh, um I don't even know how to describe like his title. Sure. Like an advanced computer researcher or something. Okay. I don't know what a fr- dear friend of mine, and like pretty much the entire conversation was just about AI. Oh sure. And like I left that being like wow like. <laughs> I know so much more than I do when I came here, yeah. and I'm in like such a horrible mood yes. now. You yeah. know, <laughs> like, I was like, "Wow, dude! Like this is really fascinating <laughs> stuff." But also like breaking down like specifically how this has happened and mm-hmm. how it could now. But I know it's like I try to be aware of what's going on around mm-hmm. me. Like I, I kind of think of it as like um, I don't know, like a bullseye, yeah. right? Like there's my immediate surroundings my immediate close friends Mm -hmm. family and whatnot i try to be as invested as in their lives as humanly possible to know like what's going on you know what's going on here what's going on the studio what's going on with you whatever whatever right and then there's like all these other rings yes and then there's the giant (laughs) ring and the giant ring to me is like world news world events and stuff where i'm like all right i'm gonna be tapped into this whether i kind of choose to Mm -hmm. or not because i'm gonna like find out about this that or the other right but then there, those interior other rings of like what's going on in Ohio right now. Right. Like, I don't know, <laughs> and like a big part of me is like I don't think I should know. Yeah, I don't think you know. I, I have this theory I that know everything. You know? <laughs> I have this theory that I don't think people were supposed to know this much yeah, or know no, this many people. Definitely, you know, like definitely. I, I think you know, 150 years ago, you would know about the stuff happening in your community. Yep. Maybe like the you know like a 50 mile radius yeah. and then you would know about like 40 people right, right. Yeah. you wouldn't have to worry about like oh this musician that i love died like try, yeah. i imagine trying to explain that concept to like somebody it's like okay so it's like if there's there's i don't know them but i'm sad it's like well why you don't you don't yeah. know them <laughs> yeah yeah no I, I i do um i agree with you a lot people get very mad at me about that often <laughs> because it's like even just to you could say about like uh feeling very positive or very negative about someone's success that you've never met before sure. and that obviously success is a wide definition of that right yeah. but i never understood that like someone so and so oh did you hear about blah blah blah's thing i'm like i've never met them before <laughs> right. i don't i don't know when you i know. say that to say i i fall into those trappings all the time yeah, and that's yeah, what yeah, i tell yeah. myself to to sort of go the other way and it's also a cover for what i'm terrible with names mm, so yeah, i'm always too. like oh you know we weren't even supposed to know this many people. Yeah. But of course, it's just covering for my own failing of forgetting right, a name right, or something. Right. No, I, I, you know, I do say that. Because I, I often I'm like, hey, buddy. Hey, guy. Yeah. Hey, how's it going, girl? And then I'm just like, oh, yeah, shit. I've been talking to you for like two years and I don't even remember your name. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, uh, the guys over at Ignition Skate Shop, yeah. I now for sure know all of their names. I've been it's talking a, to them for years. <laughs> it's only when you make the, the crucial mistake of actually introducing yourself yeah. again, yeah. which I have also done. You yeah. Know, I, yeah. Hey Even man, just, nobody's perfect. I know. I know. Makes my, yeah. it makes you sweat just thinking about. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Damn dude. We've gone on quite a journey thus far. It's true. I'm trying to think if Do you feel like you've learned anything out. more about me. Do you yeah, feel I think like you've got an idea? Like, kind of picture in okay. my head. I get, you probably know yeah. already more about me than I do about myself. Hell I yeah, feel like, dude. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. I'm trying to think uh, if there's anything else I want to ask you. While I think about that, is there anything you, you'd like to ask me? Oh, I mean, of course. I mean, is there... And this is, I guess, one where you would maybe have to mention a name. Do you, is there an interview thus far that you think is like the gold example of like when you're like, oh, the best that this has ever gone is when I was talking <laughs> to this person? Uh, or like, or maybe yeah, a better way of asking I mean, this. If somebody's like, yeah. oh, I want to get into the podcast, start with this episode. I mean, it's not really chronological. Sure. <laughs> um, I mean, damn, there's been some stories that have been told that were like, wow. Yeah. Like the first one that pops into my head was um I don't know the episode number but it was with RJ Walker okay who's an artist um that I had worked with in the past and he just told this wild story of surviving being shot a whole bunch of times wow. okay. got, I think he got shot like six times damn and was like putting dirt in his wounds and shit Ugh. and had to like walk some crazy distance yeah. or whatever like that was interesting to me you know yeah. what I mean but like a great podcast that kind of like I don't know. I the, my biggest issue is like I don't listen to the podcast okay. anymore. Like I oh, used, used to, to go back and listen to every episode. Yeah. Um, but I don't do it anymore because I'm like I just had that conversation. Why would I <laughs> listen back to yeah. it? You know. <laughs> Except for like the one I mentioned, like the three hour one. Yeah. That came out today. I did listen to that entire thing because I was on mushrooms. Sure. Or I had ate, eaten some mushrooms and I wanted to listen back to it to make sure I didn't say anything like really fucking Well, and crazy. that's that's a different headspace entirely. Yeah. So that's almost like you didn't, like you're... you're uh, I was not very present. <laughs> right. Exactly. You're listening to the conversation for the first time. Yeah. No, but um, yeah, I don't know. I wish I had a, a, a better uh, answer. I mean, my go-to always is like episode 100 was probably the most fun mm-hmm. I ever did, but I like don't want anyone to listen to it even though like... <laughs> Cause it's just a shit show. Like it was just me and like my girlfriend and two two of my best friends. Yeah, and we just got like super drunk and we're just trying to make each other laugh the whole time. <laughs> but like, that's probably a good example a good of like time. pure like yeah. Your your let's say your pure essence coming yeah, through yeah, probably yeah. yeah. Uh, right. Where you that weren't focusing on like trying to talk to you know a relative stranger. You're with people that yeah. you love and you yeah. You're just it was just fun. Yeah, that, that was definitely the most fun to record. Um, but yeah, the best one. I don't know. I'd say go back to like. Definitely, like, everything after episode, like, 20, probably. I started okay. trying to figure it out more. The next 170 um, or so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> somewhere in there. I'd say just randomly pick one and, and, and listen to it. Random you know? button. Yeah. Just. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, there's definitely been some that were, like, better th- in my mind mm-hmm. than others. Like, some that were, like, because the, the biggest thing is always, like, I just want it to be very casual. Yeah. Not, like, I ask you a question, you answer, and then you just stare at me. Right, like, right. I have been very lucky to not have that happen in a long time, yes. but it definitely has happened. Yeah. And I'm not a big fan of that. I've only ever had to, I wrote down questions one time for one interview because yeah. I was really nervous about it. It was with uh, Brian Wilson from the Beach Boys. Oh, sick. And I was like, I was yeah. somebody I really, he, he made pet sounds. Yeah, like, I right, really, really, right, So right. I was like, it was a fun interview, but I was doing that, like, for people that can't see this, I'm, I'm miming holding a paper, but shaking yeah, with my, right, right, <laughs> my right. questions on it. But that was, uh, you know, otherwise, if you try to stick to questions or really try to like make it something, it's always going to be something yeah. else and yeah. it's never going to go the way you want it to. So right. that's why I think you do it the right way. Right. You know, it's going in with a blank slate. I mean, I used to have like a list of like 300 questions wow. that uh, my girlfriend and I, uh, shout out Lindsay, um, we wrote. She did a lot of them, and I would just I had them on like an iPad, and I yeah. would just like be talking to somebody and scroll. Scroll through it. <laughs> hey, what's uh you know whatever? What's the weirdest food you ever ate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, one question that I haven't asked anybody in forever Ooh. that I am curious: What are you afraid of? I'm a okay. This is gonna sound stupid, but I'm a, I'm always afraid of 
people being mad at things I write, mm. <laughs> you know, because it's so it's never been easier for someone to complain about right. anything, really. Yeah. Um, and it's not to say I don't get angry emails or angry comments, but it's the I get there's a specific fear of waking up the day that an article comes out. And like, it's the first thing I think of, like, oh, like, what did I mess up? What did mm. I, you know, I'll uh, what's an example of this? First time I interviewed, I, has she been, Akeisha Finney? Has she been on the show? Yep. First, the first time I wrote about her in the paper, I, I don't know how it happened, but I just forgot the, I believe the second I in her name. Mm. And it was just the fear of waking up that morning to her, her rightfully being like, Hey, could yeah. you, could you fix that? Not in an angry way or a mean way or anything, but just yeah. knowing that I had made the mistake, I'm like, this is, this is the worst. Right. Right. And so the fear of that as minor as it can be sometimes is, is what, doesn't keep me awake but it's the first thought when yeah. i wake up sometimes yeah, even yeah. just it's today monday yeah right. yesterday i did an article about eric uh, tanzola who i know has been on the show yeah hell yeah um Love and her. i was just like there's nothing to even be afraid it was literally just about him uh painting a guitar oh for you this. did that yeah, yeah yeah i read that oh yeah 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 uh, I was going to ask you if you did that, but I was like, I, did, I didn't remember I did. if uh, the guitar was amazing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the 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 Tony the Tiger was so cool. Yeah, and yeah. So like That's Eric Tunzola right there is an original. Shout out! I'm sitting I'm sitting oh, right yeah. in front of it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and he was so nice, and and Eric, the other guy, or I'm sorry, Chris, the other guy that I interviewed for that was so nice, and uh, but I still woke up yesterday morning like. What if, what if, like, I didn't think of this thing, or what yeah, if they right, interpret right. this line, you know? And it goes back to, again, you know, I like to think that I mostly write whatever positive things, right. but I never want it to be a PR thing or to make it seem like, right. you know, it's it's positivity above everything. But that thought has to coexist with this fear that, that uh, I don't know, of any little thing going wrong yeah. or being perceived in, in a wrong way, which is something that I need to get over because perception is a. I I'd imagine it's crutch. hard though because you're also like you're putting it in print. Yes, it's it lives like, forever. <laughs> I am constantly like even the podcast that came out today. I'm like yeah. damn, like I you know I got I, I don't normally drink on the podcast anymore or mm -hmm. anything like that because like I tend to get real real loose and then sure. tell a bunch of wild stories from my <laughs> days of being a crazy person that right. don't need to be on the uh, on the airwaves of yeah. life of crime and whatnot. But um, yeah, I I. Uh, I get real nervous about it sometimes. I've spelled people's names wrong mm -hmm. before, yep. but then I just change it. Yeah, and, and then you it's know, online fine. it's fine. You know what I mean? But then for print, yeah. you've got to print a yeah, correction. No, you got to print a whole other thing yeah, just to yeah. say that you made the mistake. And right, like like right. make a, I don't know, almost like a minor spotlight on the mistake you made. Yeah. And of course yeah. I've had to do that. You have to write your own correction. It's like even more demoralizing. It's like, yeah. in, yesterday's, you know, in yesterday's article, we forgot an I in somebody's name. Right, so right. Bad. Cue yeah, the Charlie Brown Christmas music. Yeah, you know? <laughs> I mean, I've definitely been nervous about. I mean, I'm so honest yeah. on the podcast that like I've been nervous sometimes about some of my opinions not being like exactly what other people dig on or whatever. But sure, I kind of got to a place now where like I don't give a shit anymore. Like it's the I'd it's rather be me, and if you like it, sick. If you don't, like I don't know, maybe I can improve. Or not. <laughs> The podcast whatever, is better yeah. off for that, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. if you're if you're minding your whatever cues or whatever it is, uh, that expression, like you know, yeah, it's going to be worse off because of all the second guessing, third guessing that you're doing right. in the moment. Right. So yeah, I mean, and same. I mean, obviously, the interviews I do aren't live, but I'm still in the moment. Like, am I asking the right question? Is right. This, and, and that's why there's always like you know, like I mentioned, a couple sentences of uh, build up to the question because I have to like make sure I'm yeah, yeah. saying all the right things so that this question will be perceived in the right way, yeah. even to the person that I'm talking to. <laughs> right, right, 
It's a lot, man. It's a it lot. Seems like you're doing it. Doing I'm it right. Trying. Nobody's nobody's been really mad at me yet. Um, yeah. I like to think if I, I got, sometimes I get this mental image of like whatever. However big the space would have to be, let's say an airplane hangar of every yeah. person filled with every person I've ever interviewed, <laughs> every yeah, single person yeah, yeah, like, yeah. for you would be every right, single person right, that's ever right. been on the podcast just yeah. hanging out in a group. Yeah. It's like, all right, divide yourself into two groups: people that are really mad at Kevin for something that he wrote, or are fine with it. Yeah. I like to think the latter group would be most of everybody, and there'd yeah. be like maybe a dozen people in the other group. Right. Like that—that that helps me visualize, like, okay, in my own mind, like I'm still doing it okay, I'm still doing it right. right. You know, not like somebody being mad at me would throw me off course forever or something yeah. but i do you know i i care more about it than i maybe should no i you, sh- you should care about <laughs> i should <it laughs> a whole lot just don't yeah. like let it yourself impede. up for it yes you know yeah that's all yeah no i get that man <laughs> you're an artist making art talking to artists about art i like to think so art 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 are there art, any here's a question for you that might lead back yeah. into a question for me are there any misconceptions or you wouldn't think of them as misconceptions let me back up i don't know what i think any conceptions let's say <laughs> okay. about like somebody that writes at a newspaper or even like a local newspaper that the, that you've always had a question about because i always think that people don't have enough media literacy about how organizations work i was just curious now i'm putting you on the i don't spot. know <laughs> i used i used to work um for a brochure distribution company okay. i know it's different it but is, like but- I'm very familiar with like print advertising sure, and stuff, uh, yeah. like intimately. That's the one thing I don't know that. much about. I, yeah. I I specifically have always I mean, tried I guess, to stay away from the ad department because I never yeah. know. I, I I never think the things I'm doing are whatever. Right. I mean, I guess it's different, but I mean, like I you know I grew up like working at this company that you know all even throughout time, even in 2020, like the it's all print mm-hmm. material. Right. I mean, I guess in that level, I'm like, yeah, newspaper. I get it. It's you put stuff on there, and then you yeah. give it, and people read it. I don't, I don't know. I uh, dumb question. Like, yeah. where, do, where do you print everything? There's a whole separate. Uh, I don't know. Greenfield, that general area, road. Yeah, okay. uh, it's kind of near the near the Costco and Lowe's. Yeah, uh, down the road from Shout there. Out Costco. Shout out Costco. I was just there the other day. Oh, Only yeah. bought five things. I felt like I was. I accomplished something. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I didn't fill this entire cart. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's a whole uh, the Greenfield like printing okay. area. What's um, over in the Raffo Business Park? <laughs> There's an LNP building. So I used to oh, work really? at Getaways oh. on Display that was hmm. uh, in that building. And I would always drive past it. I'm like, what do they do here? That's a great question. That I, I mean, this is pure guesswork. It could yeah. be uh, Lancaster Farming. could be one of the other like, oh, okay. like sub-publications that oh, exist. Okay. I don't know it's for like sure. <laughs> office building? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I... It's funny because I, I specifically went to school for like magazine writing, which okay. is just a funny concept now (laughs) with the lack of magazines i feel like i came up at a time like all my whatever like dream jobs Mm. are magazines that either don't exist or are in a you know online only whatever um and i don't know i i never thought that i would be working in a newspaper at all much less you know i mentioned i got hired to write the magazine first um so i just i don't know i feel like i try to bring whatever that is like a long article with a lot of details that isn't necessarily a newspapery article i always try to I don't know, bring that mindset in yeah. to the, you know, my editors don't like how long I write, I yeah, think, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> sometimes I'm like, this needs to be 1500 words. Damn it. Like right, I, I right, will right. fight for these extra 300 words. Right. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if I have any, like, uh, it's fine. It's I, I'm trying to think <laughs> if I have any questions about the, 
I don't know. To me, I'm just like, correct me if I'm wrong, but mm-hmm. you know, you go out, you interview somebody, you get all the information together, you write it in a way, you make it you nailed it. shorter or whatever, and then you put it on the newspaper. That's <laughs> yeah, then, how it yes. works, right? Yes, you you yeah. you know, you, you, I, I know everything. You I know guess, everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean that I, that makes sense to me, and it's cool because I don't know. Like I said, I write about feature stuff. Yeah. To some people, it doesn't matter at all. To me, it yeah. matters a great bit, you know. Yeah. And I, I always look at a newspaper like a smorgasbord, mm. which is very appropriate for this area. Yeah. But it's like some people are going just for high school sports. Some people just want local news. Right. And I really respect all the people I work with, especially like the hard news people, because I, I like that stuff as a hobby. But like I couldn't ever do that because it's yeah. so hard. Right. You know, right. I at the Reading Eagle, I, I had to cover township meetings mm. where I'd go to a place called like Long Swamp. Yeah. Go to Long Swamp Township and sit fun. in a two-hour meeting where the, all the news was they're selling the old truck to buy a new truck. Oh no! And try to write something. <laughs> yeah, like that's into compelling. That. And yeah, it's like yeah. And, you know, get you know whatever fifty bucks for it. It's like great, yeah. all the day's work. It's right, like this is right. torturous. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm just, I don't know. I'm very glad that they let me write my my silly articles about. Yeah hanging out in the ice cream truck or talking to a rapper or something you know well i I look forward to reading more of your work and uh i think i'm gonna wrap this up now perfect hopefully we've been talking for at least an hour we've been talking for three hours no i'm just kidding no i don't know (laughs) well and we will see the the mic have the i mean the mic might have cut out the first 20 minutes who knows no 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 we only lost like like one i think you said like yes and okay and then that was very important words yeah 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 just put them in a post or something I Thank can get you. Get a clean yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, yes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, I'm you still have it. it. All right. Sweet. Yeah. I'll sample it. We'll make a song out of it or something. That's Thank one you. thing that I've thought about too. Is like, I have all this audio. I have all these voices. I mean, you could do a lot. I could just turn them all into. I could edit it so you say stuff that you didn't say. You like, should do a podcast <laughs> mixtape and use those like words, like when people are speaking uh, melodically, just like program that into beats. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't want to <laughs> say too much, but there is a, a project coming out soon um that has some stuff in Did, that why don't you tell me about that off mic yeah yeah i'd, I'd be will, interested sure. in uh, hearing about that it's actually written on that whiteboard over there but uh yeah no, so sorry. i could read it i could read it right now I'm no, no no i can't no, read no. from there no no <laughs> shout out Beto. shout out soul true shout out nico project coming out soon nice. all original production some parts of their podcast episodes are going to be on it i don't have to it's not a secret i'm very interested in that yeah but dude thank you very much for coming here and sitting to me and talking about stuff and listening to me ramble about things thank you for Shout having me i like i said i, I very stuff. much respect what you do and i'm I'm really glad that you do yeah, it you yeah, know because well, you, you. we need as much as of the, of this type of thing as, yeah. as we can get i feel like well that's high praise thank you <laughs> coming from the newspaper man oh so. yes the newspaper man that's my um, favorite nickname <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just gonna change it on the thing. Newspaper man. Yep. Uh, so uh, we'll roll out the the floor here. Anything you want to plug? Where can the people find you? All that good stuff. And then when I you're mean, done with that, if you want to leave the people out the out there the uh, message, I would say if you know you can go to LancasterOnline.com. Type in my annoying last name S T A I R I K E R. Read the last couple articles I wrote. It's probably something that's interesting to you. It might not be. And if it's not, scroll to the next one, you know? Um, and hey, I also have music that I sometimes make under the name Traffic Nightmare that's on all the streaming uh, platforms. And you said leave leave people with a message? Yeah, like you got like a departing <laughs> message that you want like the, the world to know. This would be the perfect time if I did have one. Um, but I would just say love each other, be kind, and uh, listen to your space. Sick. <laughs> all right, it's over now. Thanks. <laughs>